Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Letterman was the first host of The Late Show. He left NBC to start it in 1993 after Jay Leno was chosen over him for the Tonight Show gig. Yeah, that was a crazy story. I don't know if you remember this, Fritchie, but like way back in the day, you might have been too young, but... uh, but Johnny Carson had been doing the Tonight Show forever, for Decades. longer than you know, long before we were even born. And when he retired, uh, everybody assumed that David Letterman was the heir apparent because he had the show after the Tonight Show. So mm-hmm. they just assumed they were going to bump him up to eleven thirty to take over the Tonight Show, and then they'd hire a newbie for the for the midnight, you know, to twelve thirty show or whatnot. And they ended up picking Jay Leno. And everybody was like, what? He was Carson's big fill-in. Who? Joan Rivers. Fruit. Joan Rivers was like Carson's number one fill-in forever. forever. And, there and was, then they had a falling out. Yeah, because people thought she was the heir apparent there for a really long time. And then they had some kind of falling out. Right. And then everybody thought it would be Letterman and it ended up being Leno. And Letterman was pissed. Oh, yeah, he was. He was mad. I mean, he was pissed off at NBC because he was like... Come on. Honest to God. Really? Like... You know, and, and they, he had really strong numbers for 1230 a.m. And he yeah, was no hilarious. So what did Very they end funny. up doing? How did he end up getting his own show? He's, they just created he, it for he him? He quit. He, just, he was just like, F you, I'm leaving at the end so of my contract. NBC. So he left NBC when his contract was over. And he had to sit out and non-compete. And, uh, and CBS Lawrence Tish from CBS had been wooing him anyway. He wanted to get his hands on him. And he was like... We're going to, because CBS had never had anything like that at 1130 at night. Mm-hmm. So they said, we want to to go up against Jay Leno and we think you could take it. We think you could beat him mm-hmm. cool. and we're going to give you whatever you want. They gave him his own dedicated studio, which is that theater in New York right there on Broadway, the Ed Sullivan uh, Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right Cold next one. to the um, where the Rockettes are and all that stuff. It, it, uh, Radio City Music Hall. It's, yeah. it's within walking distance of Radio City. I just remember seeing it like on that same area. Right. But David Letterman was such a huge fan of Ed Sullivan as a kid growing up that that was a huge gesture for him that, you know, you're you're giving me the studio, you're going to refurbish it. I mean, that place was was a, it was an abandoned dump. <laughs> yeah. And so they completely refurbished that thing and they basically uh, gave, let him write his own ticket, do whatever he wanted. 
And then he stayed there for a million years, right? He did. And it was funny because NBC was pissed. You know, they tried to shut him down. Like they said, you can't use any of the bits that you did. And he had some, I mean, the top 10 list and what? The top 10 list, uh, stupid pet tricks. Yeah. There was a monkey cam. (laughs) Right. So he actually just went ahead and basically did the bits anyway, just kind of changed the name or maybe altering them a little bit. But. Yeah, for the most part. And then he, he was wickedly successful. He did really well there. And so he beat Leno. He did. So that was in 1993. And then he finally retired in 2015 after 22 seasons. Yeah. And uh, since then, he has not done the late show. He did appear on James Corden's final late, late show earlier this year. Uh, he's also been on Jimmy Kimmel Live. And he's been a guest on Late Night with Seth Myers. But he's never set foot in that theater, in that studio, since he retired. So I wonder how weird that'll be for him. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be very nostalgic, you he's know, don't throw, you think, going he's back? He's going to throw a pencil for sure. Oh, yeah. Right. For sure. Fling a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just remember, too, like, he was the one that it always felt like he was so good at interviewing other people mm-hmm. that right. it's very interesting to me to watch him be interviewed. Yeah. I feel like a year or two went by where he, between sitting out the non-compete and then kind of like getting the new show up and running, it might have been a couple of years that he was kind of gone yeah. before he reemerged. And I mean, that was like top story front page news big when deal. he made that deal with CBS and they had pictures of him up there at the big press conference and everybody was there from the media and there's the picture of him with the big CBS eye logo behind him shaking hands with the head of CBS. And then him and Leno, they just did not like each other. Oh, man, they went at it. Yeah. That's crazy. Huh. Well, that'll be fun to watch. Right. All right. So Dick Van Dyke is turning 98 on December 13th. Wow. And CBS is doing a special called Dick Van Dyke, 98 Years of Magic. And it's going to air on December 21st. Some people are thinking, maybe this isn't a really great idea. So it could be a really good idea. This is why. Betty White's 100th anniversary special, all set to be filmed with a release date of January 2022. Hmm. Ugh. So Betty died on New Year's Eve of 2021, two weeks before her 100th birthday. Wow. Right? So (laughs) 100 is a great number to shoot for, but CBS obviously learned from Betty and chose to celebrate Dick sooner rather than later. Oh, yeah. So they're thinking, this is this is why it's a good idea. Let's do it now. Yeah, right. Let's do it now. But it could be a bad idea because what if it's a jinx? Because, <laughs> you know, did CBS kill Betty White? Oh, no way. <laughs> and will they, you know, if they do a, if they do a Dick Van Dyke special, are they dooming him as well? No, people are going to watch it. They're going to flip on CBS. They're going to be like, oh, Diagnosis Murder's back on. <laughs> Love it. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, a million years ago, a guy walks into an agent's office and he says, I want to be famous. And the agent said, well, I can't make you famous if you don't have any talent. What can you do? He said, I can dance. I can sing. I can act. Mm-hmm. I can do it all. So, well, let's see you do it. So this guy standing in the agent's office, he launches into this, this singing and dancing routine and he's doing stand up and he's cracking jokes and, uh, you know, he's, he, I mean, 
this agent sitting at his desk. He's like, oh, my God, this guy really is amazing. Like, yeah. he's the triple threat. He's the, he's he's the full Monty. And he said, you convinced me. I will represent you, and I will make you famous. What's your name, son? He said, penis van lesbian. <laughs> penis van lesbian. I can't. We got to change that. We got to change that name. You, no one's going to call you penis van lesbian. Let me come up with something else. And he thought about it. You need an alias. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Boom. Oh, my God. Did you make that up? No. No, I saw that somewhere. There's no way. I heard it. When I heard you say it, I was like, oh, I absolutely know where I've heard this going. joke somewhere. <laughs> That's funny. I'm yeah. going to give you a couple of. <laughs> oh, God. You guys. <laughs> Jeffrey. Birthday weekend. I'll allow it. He's already drinking. I know. <laughs> All right, so ABC announced new post-strike premiere dates. They're bringing back Grey's Anatomy on Thursday, March 14th, followed by the return of Station 19. Ooh. The Bachelor is back January 22nd. Whatever happened with the Golden Bachelor? Has anybody, does he pick his lady yet? Is that, is that over yet? It's, it's got to be over, right? I bet it's over next week, right oh, before Thanksgiving. bingo, yeah. I bet. All right, so the Connors not dead yet. Abbott Elementary back on February 7th. That's a cute show. Yeah. American Idol. And Yay. what would you do return on Sunday, February 18th? Will Trent, the rookie and the good doctor, back on February 20th? Gosh, so, Grey's Anatomy is not until March. shows. Yep. I don't even remember how it ended last. I'm it's still watching, though, know, by the way. It's been 472 years. Good for you. Not going to give up on it. Nope. Why should you? <laughs> <laughs> Just like Lost, man. It's I never know. getting old for me, man. Nope. I know it. All right, and finally, Rolling Stone posted an article yesterday about this weird phenomenon of people in the U.S. who seem to think they remember seeing a Super Bowl commercial with Britney Spears, Beyonce, and Pink dressed as Roman gladiators and singing We Will Rock You in the Coliseum. Okay. I do remember a commercial like that, but I thought Shakira was in it. No, and it never aired during the Super Bowl. Huh. But all these people think, swear they saw it. Well, they might have seen it, but it never aired during the Super Bowl or even in the U.S. for that matter. Huh. It was a three-minute major production that was shot in 2004, and it's been reposted on YouTube many times, but the videos collectively have well over 50 million views, which would explain why so many people thought they saw it on television. Gotcha. But Queen, Queens, uh, Brian May and Roger Taylor are in the stands during the ad, which is kind of a, a, a tribute there to Queen. Uh, Taylor bangs on a drum from that era. Enrique Iglesias plays the emperor. And uh, here's the audio of the spot in case you don't. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 
or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi. Hi, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you guys? Excellent. You went awesome. I got your headlines here. Two of them are fake and one of them is real. If you can identify the real one, we're going to send you to see Alanis Morissette. Does that sound fantastic? Yes, it does. I know it does. I'm excited. All right. (laughs) Which one is it? Is it A, a fugitive hit from police in a porta potty until it got tipped over? Is it B, thief hiding in dumpster gets attacked by family of raccoons? Or C, guy steals car and slams it into the back of a manure truck? I'm going to go with A. You're right. Nice work. Oh, my God. You How did it. Gross. All by yourself. My wife's going to be so happy. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. A uh, car thief in Wisconsin got the runs this week in more ways than one. On Wednesday, there was a police chase in Wisconsin where cops were pursuing a stolen car. The car eventually lost control and crashed, and the four suspects inside made a run for it. And at least two of them started running through a golf course across the street. And one of them ducked into a porta potty on the course. That was a dumb decision. <laughs> well, a quick thinking golfer saw the fugitive go into the porta potty and decided to take matters into his own hands That's by hilarious. pushing it over. Ew. Yeah, with the door side down. With the door right. side down, so trapping the guy in there. Yeah. So assuming that was his plan, That's so funny. it worked. Here's the golfer that did the tipping. His name is Adam Westermeyer, <laughs> along with golfer Elissa Boland. There was no thought. I just knew what the right thing was to do, and I did it. Adam uh, tipped it over and heard the sloshing uh, from the porta potty. It was literally a crappy situation. Wow, that's oh pretty good. You wonder how often those get cleaned. I always think that when I see one on a golf course or just a random one, like yes. they're, they're where they're building the Dorothy Lane Market in like Mason. You know, I drive site. by that and there's a portalette just yeah. sitting right there. I'm like, yeah. wonder how often they come by. Well, there's one in my driveway because they're building a house next door. Okay. We're going close to two years now, and it's been there in my driveway for about that long. They come once a week. Do they really? Once a week. And yeah. you know Interesting. How I, how I know because A, it stinks gotcha. when they suck it out. Sure. And B, they have to use the driveway so I can sometimes oh, not wow. get in and out because oh. there's a poop truck there. There you oh, go. no. So yeah. the contractors we're working with offered to get a porta potty because they're going to be in our house for the next three months, basically. Right. And we opted against it. We said, you know, it's fine. Just use the powder room bathroom. Like See, I think so too. Like, I don't want a portalette. If it was outside work no. and it was muddy and dirty, sure. But they told us they said, you know, they could they come every week and they they're going to be in and, the house, right? They're, they're going to be in the house there. already. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Anyway, police have caught at least two of the four suspected thieves: uh, the stinky one and the other one. This is actually the second time this fall a criminal has attempted to hide in a porta potty and later regretted it. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. It is 18 after 7 with Jeff and Janet, Cincinnati's Q102. 
Still licking our wounds from last night's game in Baltimore. I know. Joe did not do a press conference either after the game, guys. He just walked out with his brace on his wrist. He just looked so defeated and frustrated last night. So in case you missed it, there was video yesterday that seemed to show Joe Burrow wearing a brace on his right wrist or hand or whatnot. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was kind of grainy, so you couldn't really tell as he's walking to the stadium. And once people noticed it, the Bengals immediately took it down. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they could potentially be in trouble with the league if he had some previous injury to it and they didn't report it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, later now, I guess some people are saying that he was wearing an iPad glove or something. Yeah. Because he, he like was that. carrying an iPad in the same hand, so it would... It would stand a reason. So what is the, explain to me what the iPad glove does exactly. You can do like move things around. You can write with it. You can draw with it. You can play games with it. Could he have been overusing his wrist like, you know, with (laughs) that, like you could get carpal tunnel from typing too much. So, I mean, maybe, you know. Aren't we all going to have carpal tunnel? What an an injury that would be from playing on your iPhone. Or your iPad wearing a glove. Well, a lot of people like the glove, though, because it does help you, like, fine-tune. For example, like, if he had all of his plays on that iPad and he could use that glove to move things around or mm-hmm. say, we need to have this guy go this way and he could draw on there or whatever it is. Yeah. So that's very helpful. You probably have seen them in other sports shows where they have it and they're kind of drawing on the iPad right. with the glove. Well, having said all that, I I missed what happened because we were at dinner Mm -hmm. and we didn't come home. And I sat down in front of the TV when we finally got home from dinner. And all I see is Joe Burrow in the sidelines attempting to do a couple practice throws. And he he couldn't even grip the ball. He winced in pain, doubled over, tried it again. And he was just like, he just shook his head and threw his hands up and walked off the field. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things, though. Like, he, so he got hit, and then he got back up, and he threw the ball, and that's when he winced. So then he left, and then you saw that part Jeff just described. And then he left and went to the locker room. But the thing is, we have 10, you know, if even if he sprained his wrist, which is what Zach Taylor is saying, mm-hmm. we've got 10 days for him to get it together. Right. I, I have no idea. I, uh, all the information I have is, is two seconds worth. Uh, it looks like he sprained his wrist. So fell on it early in the game and then felt it on the touchdown pass. Are they still saying he sprained his wrist this morning? Is that the latest? that's the latest. I'm sure they're going to do a conference. They're sticking to it. Yeah, Yeah. I'll give Zach Taylor credit, though. I mean, he is still, despite everything that happened, because you know a lot of of Bengals fans feel like we lost more ways than one last night, yet he's still holding on to that optimism. We're not going to let one game define us. This was certainly a big game for us. Our guys were excited about on the road. It didn't go our way. And in a long season like this, what you got to do is be able to regroup. And, and we know what kind of guys we got in the locker room. We've done this kind of situation before. We got a rally here. Great opportunity at home against Pittsburgh to get started on that track. So don't get it twisted on what kind of team we have. We got a chance to regroup. And all the things that we really wanted to do are still in front of us. Yeah. So the Bengals oh, are now I five and that. five. They don't play again until 
next Sunday, as you heard him say, that's the 26th here against Pittsburgh. Yeah, a lot of injuries, though. T's out. Sam's yeah. out. Yoshi's out. Uh, didn't someone else get Dan injured Taylor last Taylor Britt yeah, fell and went out last, last night. night. I but mean, the, some crazy stuff has to happen for us to make it to the playoffs at this listen, point. Listen, stranger things have happened, Correct. Jennifer. The last three seasons have been crazy. <laughs> well, and that's what but I was if we have in last place in the division. So that's what I was telling you though, yesterday. So and then I shared this again on my uh, personal Instagram story is the Bengals when they were five and four. So in 2001, the Bengals started five and four and went to the Super Bowl. In 2002, the Bengals started five and four and went to the AFC divisional playoff game. Okay. Did what? Well, how so, about when we were five and five? So did so that's what I was going to say. <laughs> the Bengals were five and five then in 2023 happens? and went to the Super Bowl. Okay, we're waiting for the not? new graphic. That's the story we're going to write. Yeah, but I am going to the Pittsburgh game, so I'll be there. I'll be your official sideline reporter. Letting you know how everything's working out. All right. Okay. It's Love a one that. o'clock game. Okay. Hopefully everybody will be you healthy know, and happy. Hydrated, healed, and happy. I do have some good football news I would like to share. For the first time in program history, Mount St. Joe on the west side, their football team, the Lions, will play on Saturday tomorrow, one o'clock. Uh, and they are in like they're gonna win the championship. Like a bowl state game? championship. Yeah. It's like no, like they're whatever league their division they're in. Mont Saint Chosen. Oh yay. That's so, exciting. That's cool. And also the number one dodgeball team in the country is the University of Cincinnati. There's wow. a dodgeball. Wow. And one more thing, Reds single game tickets go on sale today at 9 a.m. If you want to look forward to the baseball season. Except for opening day. Yeah, except for opening day. But, <laughs> right. you know, I mean, there's so many great things happening. Good out day to get those bangles. businessmen specials, though. Yeah, that's right. let's get there's those fun going times on. going. Planning out the season. Put it on the calendar. All right, 724, mostly cloudy skies today. Expecting some rain showers uh, to move in. Looking out. Can't tell if that's wet pavement or not. So gray and dark out there. But uh, the heaviest rain is expected around midday today, tapering off late this afternoon and into this evening with a high around 61. And uh, that's where we're sitting now, 61 here at Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.